welcome back to the May recap for Once Upon an Upside, our mega recap here over on our Hallmarkies podcast. I am Amy here today, and I have a special announcement for all you Once Upon an Upside listeners. We have a new co-host to assist me in covering these wonderful up movies. She's beautiful. She's smart. She likes felines just like me. And that is the wonderful, the beautiful Jess. Thank you. Hello, everybody. And that was such a wonderful introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited to be here and and help uh, review these up TV movies with you. Yes. Thank you so much. I was searching for the past month or so for a new co-host for Once Upon an Upside. And Jess, I'm so grateful that she has stepped up and wanted to cover these movies with me. um, And I appreciate it so much. Um, so just wanted to give you a little bit of an update, uh, for right now, we're still going to do some mini reviews on the Once Upon an Upside channel. So if you guys only have 10 to 15 minutes, just want to look at a review for one movie, you can go over there and see that. Um, if not, we, of course, will always at the end of the month have our larger recaps over here on Hallmark Keys, where we cover all of the movies that have come in the previous month from up. Um, but yeah, is there anything you'd like to add Jess before we get into our movie discussion? I don't think so. I'm, I'm ready to get started and talking about these movies. All right. Awesome. Okay. So uh, for the first May movie, we have the movie Change of Heart. And this movie was about Diane, who is a producer at a show called John's with Jared. Um, and <laughs> she is tasked with going to this major resort um, in order to set it up and see what it's like for them to do an episode of this jaunts with jared i would kind of describe it as like i i was trying to like old rachel ray tv shows where she traveled around for 40 days that's kind of yeah (laughs) or traveled around for 40 dollars whatever that's kind of what i equated jaunts with jared with but he's reviewing hotels i guess um and so her car breaks down on the way there and she ends up staring at this cute bed and breakfast um not the resort she was supposed to she signs in in a fake name ends up, you know, getting the bed and breakfast on the TV show, but Jared has a secret plot to make the B&B look bad. And, um, you know, it chaos ensues from there, mistaken identity, because she signed in with a fake name. She also has a third fake name in this movie, so we got a lot <laughs> of fake identities. There's identity. a lot going on in here with identities. <laughs> a lot of fake identities. Um, and then she ends up um, falling in love with the owner of the B&B's handsome son, Andy. So happily ever after. Um, but all right, let's get into talking about it. So Jess, what did you, what was your first reaction to this movie? What did you think of it? Did you have a thought before you saw the movie? Um, and then after, did it change? What did you think? I don't think I had a thought before. I don't even think I, I read the, the blurb, but I hadn't even seen any promos. So I just kind of went in not knowing anything about what this movie was going to be. And, you know, started out, I, I really liked it. Um, it fizzled a little bit for me kind of halfway through. I think there was just, I think this movie suffered from having too many relationships going on because we had Diane and um, the son, Andy, and then there was the mom and the, um, I forget his name, but the older gentleman who yeah, stayed Dr. there Burke. a lot. I think Dr. Burke. Yeah. We had the server, Tammy and painter Bill, and we had um, her assistant, her co-worker Gina and the guy from the improv thing so we had like four relationships going on oh my gosh I even forgot about that last one 
<laughs> and I think I think things ended up being underdeveloped because they they just were a little over ambitious. Mm-hmm. So for me, it just ended up being you know a cute movie, nothing incredibly special. Um, but I think if they had eliminated one or two of those other side relationships, we we could have gotten a lot deeper. It had mm-hmm. a little bit more of a story going on. Yeah, I can I I agree completely with that. We there's in the past couple of months of up movies, there's been a lot of second storylines that I'm like could have been so good if they actually the storylines actually collided with the main storyline more um and they interacted more because I think in this movie really the only storyline that second storyline relationship that helped Diane and Andy's storyline a little bit was the mom and Dr. Burke uh, the mm-hmm. other ones didn't really directly influence them especially Gina and that other guy I didn't even remember about them <laughs> like it really did not that did not influence our main storyline at all. So, yeah. and, I, and actually, I really did like that little side story too. Like, yeah. I really like that. I like the painter um, and the server. They're a little oh. many. Like, but it's like we didn't get enough of any one relationship. Exactly. So yeah, like, they were all good. It was just too much for one movie. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little, a little much. Um, yeah. So then, okay, we talk about all of her identities. Okay, so she's got a food <laughs> blog, and she's what Edna is that what it was? Adina? I think it's like, or something like that, because it was like, was it Edna Eats or Eats? I could be. I don't know. It was the same song. letters as Diane, just spelled <laughs> differently. I know that. Um, but so she had that identity, and then she checked in with a different name as Diane something else, and then her real name was Diane McCarthy, the producer. So this woman was like really, <laughs> really hiding herself. And so just, I want to know, what are your feelings about movies like this where they have the like secret identity storyline and you're like at some point he's gonna find out and they're gonna get Mm -hmm. mad you know I don't mind it initially because with this you know that's her job is she doesn't want them to know that she's a producer so she can they can she can honestly review them in a fair way because they don't she doesn't want them to give her special treatment because they know why she's there so I'm okay with it It, it, yeah the, the hard part is when they tell somebody you know this isn't actually me and um for this this particular movie I, I felt like he overreacted when she kind of told him um who she was because she was trying to help them she's like look guys I was trying to do this nice thing for you and this you know other guy Jared who's just <laughs> completely off his rocker is gonna do something else and you need to pull out and she was trying to help them and he just got mad I'm like she wanted to help you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, he, he it was so fast to, like, kick her to the curb and, like, not even believe his mom either. Like, his yeah. mom, Helen, was trying to be like, no, I trust, like, she's gonna, she's gonna fix it. She's gonna fix it. And he was just like, nope, I don't like her anymore. <laughs> like, I know the mom was so cool about it. She was yeah. like, oh, it's, it's all gonna work out. And she had so much faith. I was very shocked. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so also at this B&B, we encountered some interesting food um, that the mom made, a couple different things. Were there any um, of the recipes or the things she ate that you wanted to try yourself? Because there was a whole foodie blog aspect as well to Diane. I don't know if I even remember any of the dishes specifically. Can you remind me of what's So were? they had the, the pie she was trying to make and she didn't make very well. And then, so Diane came in and fixed it. And then there was the the grilled cheese sandwich with the powdered sugar, which I've never heard of. Oh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I was like, I don't, maybe, maybe. I don't know if that would taste good. Like, <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's a thing somewhere, and I just don't know. I don't know. But um, speaking of the pie, I actually do remember that scene. I, I thought it was so hilarious when, um, so she was trying to 
um, convince the mom uh, that you use better marketing. And the son was being all like, no, this isn't going to work. And she was like, you like this pie crust, need to chill. <laughs> like, that is like a wonderful line. I was like, burn girl. You just, you just called him out. Um, <laughs> that was really funny. That was funny. Um, okay. So, oh, there was another guy in this movie too. Who was the assistant or whatever to Gina as well? There was him. I forgot about him. And he made was it Judd made the phone call that for some reason outed oh. Diane forgot about him too I forgot about him too yeah <laughs> there was I remember his name <laughs> there was way too many people in this movie <laughs> yeah. it was a lot it was a lot a lot um yeah so if I it, here on Once Upon an Upside we give our movies balloons um because we're going up and balloons and helium i don't know <laughs> balloons um and, and like so, the movie up you know yeah, it's there we go. <laughs> so we give them balloons so jess in your a personal opinion from one to ten balloons how many balloons do you think change of heart should get i gave it a solid five balloons because i did i did like it i just felt like nothing got developed enough to make it a really like good good movie yes yes i completely agree i also gave it five balloons i think this is middle of the road movie uh, normally when I talk about our once upon an upside, like ranking system, um, it goes from one to 10 and 10 in my eyes is Christmas movie Christmas. So <laughs> last year. So that is, uh, that is normally how my ranking system in my mind goes. So this is middle of the road, change of heart. It was good, but would you watch it again? Probably not. Me neither. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, and I forgot to say in the beginning, this was a 2016 produ production just in case you were wondering i normally like to say what year it was produced in just in case you look at it and go wow those phones are old where did they get them <laughs> or um, wow that actress looks really young yeah. with the one recently with oh shoot what's her name um the, the undercover undercover angel mm -hmm. um who's the girl she's um Oh, Lila Fitzgerald. Yeah, she's like, oh, she looks like a little, little girl, and she's so much older now. <laughs> yeah, it was like, that movie was a while ago, yeah, so, yeah. um, yeah, but that was our review for Change of Hearts, so now we are going to cover the movie Touched by Romance. This is a 2014 production, so this is, we're going back six years here, um, and this, of course, starred the, you know, crazy famous Doris Roberts, who has since passed away since this movie was originally made. I could not find this movie being released anywhere, so I believe this is the first time it's actually been picked up um, on Up, because that's, I couldn't find it anywhere else. It may have aired in Canada somewhere, but I couldn't find, like, a specific, wasn't on Netflix or anything. So, yeah, but this one is exclusively streaming as well on Up Faith and Family, which is Up TV's streaming service, in case anyone wants to go watch it and didn't get a chance to watch it when it came out. Um, these other movies normally, just for side note, you can normally find them on Pixel, or if you have, like, you can go back in your recordings. Like, I know on Friendly, you can do that. Just depends. But yes, this movie, Touched by Romance, was, stars Emma. Um, so Emma is finds a job as an in-home nurse for someone who happened to be a famous author named Norma. Um, Norma is quite the difficult patient, and Emma learns from Dr. Beck which is Norma's full-time doctor, that she didn't know all of Norma's full medical history. So Emma is, um, signs a DNR, not DNR, a, um, 
D&D, do not disclose? Do not, yeah, there we go. <laughs> do not resuscitate. Yeah, <laughs> I was a like, bad oath for a nurse going to help this woman. <laughs> I'm like, that's the wrong one. But, um, um, so she signs this contract. She's going to keep it a secret from Norma's son, Justin, from her cook, Maria, and from, I believe he was the groundskeeper, Henry. <laughs> and um, so she's trying to help Norma in the best way possible, even though Norma's a little bit of a difficult patient, as well as trying to keep that secret at the same time. So, um, Jess, what were your thoughts of this movie? I was intrigued with this movie for about 10 to 15 minutes. And then I just thought this movie went downhill really fast. I was confused for half of it. Nothing in this movie made sense to me. Like, it felt like it didn't even know what it wanted to be. It wasn't trying to be a drama, a comedy, or a romance. I don't know, because it, it, this movie just did not work for me. I, I, nothing made sense. <laughs> Everything was weird. <laughs> So this movie, and I was going to ask you about this, it wasn't really like the traditional like romance you kind of expect from these channels, mm -hmm. because if I remember correctly, there wasn't even a kiss in this movie. <laughs> no, there wasn't. But he so, did ask her to come away with, come yeah. away with him <laughs> after like, like three brief times they've talked together. <laughs> yeah. He's like, go away with me to Italy. Um, but it didn't, you know, it didn't have that romance feel as much. Like, there was a little bit, but not enough. And then it was like, well, there's this whole, like you said, the whole dramatic thing about her being ill and everything and not telling, for some reason, she didn't want to tell the three other people that lived in the house. I, I, right. <laughs> I was like, that's confusing. Um, and then the author thing and the whole backstory about her husband dying in the car accident. And it was just a lot. And... <laughs> It was trying to be too much, like you said. I think it was just, it was too much. Um, and then finally, she gets so angry at Emma for breaking the contract and finally telling her son, like, hey, your mom's dying. Don't leave. Um, which I don't think was a pro like, I don't know what, the whole contract thing. I was like, come on, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of surprised that Emma, that's her name, right? Yeah. yeah. Emma, the nurse, was so quick to just let that inf like, information go. He didn't even try to pry it out of her. I'm like, yeah, if the, like, this is her oath, and I, I would have. I would have liked to seen her like I can't tell you like because she had that conversation with Maria like I can't tell you I'm like that conversation should have happened with Justin to mm -hmm. create more conflict for them and that would have helped develop their relationship not with Maria as much mm -hmm. so it was just like I said every I felt like there's a lot of odd choices in the story yeah it was it was a it was definitely a different one to say the least um I do think it was sweet and I think they were trying to get more in that romance aspect after the main character passes after Norma passes away and she like leaves in her will like hey you know the south of Italy or whatever looks really good this time of year I'm, like trying to be all like matchmaker after yeah. she passed away I was like why it would have been a cool aspect if she would have tried to be matchmaker when she was still alive <laughs> it was a little yeah I was like yeah that that would have worked too but yeah I thought the ending was actually yeah it was a little sweeter but let's talk about for starters when she found her in the bed when she had died and she did I mean I know like once someone dies you can kind of tell they look dead but she's a nurse like wouldn't she go feel for a pulse yes. she just looks at her and sat down on the bed I was like what is happening and the book dramatically falls from her hand onto the floor and I'm like you're not gonna check her pulse you're not gonna like try to wake her up like yeah, you said like, her name four times it was just like nope she's dead um, like i don't have to go go look at her vitals or anything you know what like, like, okay i'm like um i thought you you're her nurse 
I don't want you uh, in for my home care anytime <laughs> soon. Maybe I just stop breathing for five seconds. I don't know. <laughs> she just declares anyone dead who looks slightly. She's dead. I just know, okay? I'm just like a human that can see this from afar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what did you think about the whole, them standing on the rock, throwing the ashes at the rock? <laughs> it was... It was kind of weird, I guess, but it was, it was nice, I guess. Yeah, I was a little confused, because I'm like, if she's, like, this decorated, famous author, why wasn't there more people? But I was a little confused. There wasn't- Maybe they just made it some kind of private thing? Private only, yeah. It was, it was just, you know, it was, it was different. It was different. So- yeah. How'd you feel about this other element focus? Like, oh, the romance. Like, if we saw movies like this, how do you think they could do better? For the, for specifically the romance aspect? Or just, like, if they're not going to focus on the romance as much, oh. and they're going to try to draw us in, what could they do better? I think just, for me, it just kind of felt like it was a pull between a drama and a comedy, and I felt like they needed to decide what they wanted to be, because they would have these, like, really intense moments, and then all of a sudden, like, it would be something that completely, they just felt a little exaggerated, which can work, which I think we'll see when we talk about the the next movie. Um, That can work, but you have to kind of go one way, and I felt like it just, it couldn't decide whether they wanted to be this cantankerous, funny old lady um, (laughs) who just wants to insult people for... (laughs) no really re- good reason um or if they they want it to be more of a, a compelling drama yeah so yeah because i i remember I, one of my the funny scenes that i do believe was when she heard noises and she'd been there for like a day and she just runs into the kitchen with a knife yeah. <laughs> she just grabs a knife and is like a, a gonna attack the sun like well, that was fun really she was yeah. trying to protect, I don't know, what she, herself. Oh, and, and we haven't uh, talked about the fact that the son is Sam Page, who's well-known oh, yeah. for Hallmarkies. Oh, yeah. Sam Page is <laughs> lovely man. Um, beautiful. So, yeah, nice to see a familiar face. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this was one of his first, like, jobs kind of like this, because this was made in 2014. But, yeah. Sam Page, very cute. Very cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy seeing him. <laughs> Forgot he had more screen time than he got. Yeah, that's true. I felt like there were things just missing because it took me a while to figure out that Maria and Henry were actually together. <laughs> yeah, I they was, didn't really act like a married couple except for like that one scene where he like comforts her, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're in a bedroom together. And I'm like, wait, are they <laughs> together? <laughs> I was confused because at first I was like, wait, I thought Sam Page was in this movie. I thought she was going to go for the groundskeeper. Like, that was my first, like, for the first couple scenes, I was like, wait, but not Sam Page was in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she she actually had quite a bit of chemistry with the groundskeeper to be, in the beginning. It's It was confusing. <laughs> it almost felt like the groundskeeper just needed to not be a thing. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, this movie was strange. Um, it was very if, strange. If I had to give it some balloons, um, I'm going to give it three balloons. I'm being a little generous. What do you think, Jess? I was pretty similar. I gave it two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. All right. So not our favorite with the balloons, but hey, you know, touched by romance, not our favorite. Maybe the next one will be better. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so final movie of May, we have the movie Groomzilla. This was a 2018 production. Um, and this is about Tucker and Alyssa and their 
impending nuptials. Um, so finally, after years, it literally said on IMDb, finally. <laughs> um, <laughs> after years, um, Tucker proposes to Alyssa. Um, and he he gets a little a little wedding crazy, which we'll talk about a little, little bit Just in a second. Little, little, little bit. bit little bit. Um, so we also have some storylines. We have the best friends, which Tucker and Alyssa actually introduced, Courtney and Harrison. Um, the two of them got married and are having a baby before Tucker and Alyssa even got engaged. So you can kind of tell a story, like, Alyssa was a little, she was a little, you know, like, uh, is it gonna ever happen? Like, he gave her, he gave her a book at one point in the movie and she was like is this it like is he gonna propose that was like in the beginning of the movie um and then we also have another second storyline of the dad of tucker and one of the clients well she's a client of the what is he um she's olivia's or her name's olivia and she's Alyssa's client at the den, uh, dentist the dentist and then what was it that Tucker did for a living? He, the, the hammers, um. Oh, construction? Construction, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> with hammers. <laughs> just, he worked with hammers. <laughs> and was, workshop, he, I don't know. It is, he hit ground moles, you know, like a whack-a-mole in real yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> just worked with hammers. Um, but Tucker's, Tucker's in the construction business. His dad is, um, I don't, I couldn't tell if it was Mikey or Mickey, so we're just gonna go with one of those. And Mickey. Mickey, okay. Mickey and... Mickey, the dad of Tucker, has a side relationship with Olivia, who's a client of the construction agency and is also a client at the dentistry office of Alyssa's. Um, so there's two side storylines there as well. Um, all right. So Jess, what did you think of this movie? It was a little, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, but you know, I decided to embrace it, that it was going to be a silly, lighthearted movie. And I think if you choose to embrace that aspect, it was pretty funny. And I think, um, what's his name? Darren Brooks play yeah. Tucker was perfectly cast for that role like he he did a really good <laughs> job with it yeah. and so so yeah I, I thought it was fun and lighthearted. um I, I wasn't as super convinced with the um the side romance of um Mickey and Olivia it kind of grew on me by the end but at the beginning I'm like this is kind of stilted and, and weird and this woman is just like, <laughs> I don't know this is a bit much but um but yeah, by the end, that grew on me a bit. And I did think that Courtney and Harrison, um, who were kind of like the B relationship, but they also were already married too. So um, was also um, kind of cute as well, although I didn't quite understand the whole baby thing as much yeah. because at the end he was like, I was expecting a boy, but I hope for a girl. Yet he bought all this boy stuff. I don't know. It just didn't make it all sense to me. <laughs> that was confusing. But, but overall, I, I did like it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I, when I started watching this, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a funny one. This isn't supposed to be, like, serious. Like, you suspend your belief a little bit, because I don't know any guy, <laughs> any guy, who would do any of the things that this character did, Tucker. Like, he walked in to her dentist's office with a stack of bridal magazines that had post-its in them. So he went through and posted in pages for her. <laughs> And then he would be like, oh, yeah, that topic is on page blah, blah, appendix C. <laughs> Just have it all in his head. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, wow, he really went in on this. And, like, I know he wanted to make it perfect for her because he, of course, overheard her saying, like, why doesn't he care about our wedding? But, like, he he took it and ran with it. <laughs> yeah, he went. Well, and that's the thing. That's one thing that was 
a little surprising to me, I guess. They they had the story that the, the grandmother, I believe, told that this was a, a ring that whoever, you know, wished something on it would get their wish. Mm-hmm. And she had wished that he cared as much about the wedding as she did. And I thought that this was going to be like, it was because of the ring and the wish. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they're like, oh, no, no, it's just because he overheard you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. oh. Well, that makes a little less sense that he would go this overboard just because he overheard that. I think the ring, the, the having a magical ring story may have worked a little better. But. Yeah, I, I agree. And I thought maybe that was as well because how they met was they literally like ran, they had a little meet cute, they ran into each other yeah. literally. So I was like, oh, maybe it was like the fate of the ring or something like that. Something cutesy. It wasn't. He just overheard her and I was thinking... Yeah. And like, went crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, I feel like any normal guy who would have overheard that just would have been, like, really receptive to, like, you know, I don't know, show up to appointments or something on time. Yeah, like, right. No, not like, oh, I already booked everything. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. And, and there was at one point, I was, I was sitting watching this with my mother. There was at one point, my mom was like, Alyssa, just slap him. Just slap him. <laughs> well, like, when he sent out the save the dates before even telling her when they were getting married. <laughs> I was like um you don't that's a little much yeah also he was just like we're getting married on the fourth of july oh okay okay what if she had plans like <laughs> she doesn't anymore <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so also what do you think about this whole you know meeting men in dentist's office apparently that's the place to meet guys in this movie apparently <laughs> like i <laughs> I guess I gotta hang out at the dentist more. Like, <laughs> well, you know, I got an appointment coming up, so I'll scope it out and see what it's like. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if this is the place. This is the ideal place for millennials to meet men. <laughs> Speaking of places, let's talk about the fact that he proposed to her in the women's restroom. <laughs> okay, I forgot about that. Yes, I was like, you couldn't have pulled her into the hallway. Like something. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, is this like? marriage doomed one because he was late for that ceremony anyways i thought she was gonna break up with him on the spot like yeah but like in the bathroom and then their whole like getting back together scene was also in the the bathroom bathroom. so it was funny but it was also like okay (laughs) i did i did kind of enjoy the full circle at the end being back in the bathroom which is a weird thing to say (laughs) but it was kind of funny it was a little sweet i thought oh yeah Sweet, but at the same time, I was like, "Why are you in, in the bathroom?" And you're in the women's restroom too. Like, like waiting for the, someone to walk in. Yeah, because then the ladies walk in. He's like, "Oh no, it's okay. This is my fiance. We're engaged." <laughs> These ladies are like, "Oh okay." This totally that's, explains why you're in the bathroom. That's totally normal, guys. Totally normal. <laughs> Just seeing people get engaged in bathrooms happens all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Heads up to any of our um, future proposers. Amy and I probably would prefer not to be proposed to in a bathroom. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a good (laughs) assumption. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's not do that. Okay. Um, (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, All right. But then the whole thing is he makes all these plans and everything and then they make up and they just elope on the beach. Yeah. And and the friends weren't even there. Courtney and Harrison. I was like, I was like, like, you elope, but you bring a couple people, right? Like, I was like, who are these two people that are standing there? Like, I don't know who they are. Like, uh, I was yeah. like, and he just, he did all of that work. And I, I know. I mean, I guess they had the little party afterward, but still I was like, what? A whole tree they wasted on that binder. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, but let's talk a little bit more about the side storyline. So Courtney and Harrison, I think their storyline lended a little bit more to evolving Tucker and Alyssa's. But like you said, the baby, the whole thing about it being a boy and the whole baby thing, I I don't think it was necessary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was also confusing. Because like mm-hmm. you, you said, he was like, oh, but I hoped for a girl even though I wanted a boy. But he bought boy clothes and he was very insistent about not knowing the gender of the baby. Yeah. But then he knew because he <laughs> saw what she had bought. So I was like, what was this, dis- what was the point of this disagreement? I don't um, know. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> I, was, I, I was like, there was just this whole disagreement for absolutely no reason. It didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. And then the dad and Olivia storyline was a little bit, I, yeah, I didn't believe it till the end, like you said, but yeah. she kept trying to feed him. <laughs> and I was getting like Hansel and Gretel thrashbacks here. Yeah. Like, like the croissants and <laughs> it was all this stuff. And at first I was like, it, he acted it like he was oblivious that she liked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, she, didn't she call him at like a ridiculous time of the night? Yeah, I was like, this woman is trying to feed you. She's calling you in the middle of the night. Like, she's she, very forward about it. Yeah, like she's asking you over to her house to do all these different things. And I'm like, what? How do you not realize like this? She likes you, or she's trying to murder you. Either, <laughs> either that, or she's a crazy lady. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's one or the other. And he was just like, it seemed like he was oblivious. Yeah, it did. Most of the movie. I was like, how can you, how do you not see? Like, there should have been a red flag. I don't know. Okay, yeah. So, but, um, you know, we're heading into, on Hallmark, we're heading into, well, I guess we're not getting June Brides this year, necessarily, or we're not getting, I can't remember the name of the season now. June Weddings? June Weddings. There we go. We're not, we're not really getting that this year, of course, but over on Up, instead, they have June Grooms. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> are you looking forward to more of these groom-centric movies? I don't know, because I honestly don't think I've seen many where the groom is the focus. It, I think it'll be an interesting perspective, because it'll be different. It yeah. won't be this very... Because I'm not... I say this on my, the other podcast I'm on. I'm not a super huge romantic. So a, a whole story focusing on a wedding can be... It's not always something that really interests me. This one was okay, because it was really funny, and it was yeah. different. So I'm hoping that means I will enjoy them more, because they're going to be a little more unique than maybe some of the other wedding movies we see. Yeah. Yeah. So, Groomzilla... I personally liked it better than the other ones. I gave it a six and a half. I gave it a 6.5. I get seven out of 10. So seven out of 10. All right, there we go. All right, guys. So um, let us know in the comments below what you thought of these movies. Um, and what you're, if you're looking forward to seeing some June grooms on up in June. June grooms in June. Um, all right. So uh, Jess, where can the people of the interwebs find you? You can find me at Jess BSW blog on Instagram and on Twitter, or you can check out my website beneath stillwaters.com. Awesome. Um, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at it's Amy Craig. And of course you can find once upon an upside on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube. It's O U a upside. 
once upon a upside um, everywhere on social media. Um, and then you can find the Hallmarkies podcast at Hallmarkies Pod, Twitter, Instagram, wherever uh, podcasts are found on YouTube. We have merch, um, different inspired merch from different Hallmark things. We don't have any up related merch just yet. And um, there's also the Patreon. So if you want to go and support us, it really helps out. You can go over to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies and that would be so helpful and um we really appreciate anyone who gives us our that support um but thank you so much for watching let us know what you think about the new upside Get, comment about jess and how wonderful she is um <laughs> please do <laughs> like please please do boost boost us please um anyways thank you so much for watching or listening and we will talk to you guys later bye everyone bye